Hello everybody, welcome to the first episode of Surviving Girlhood. Hello. Um, this is exciting. It is, isn't it? So I'm Eliza. And I'm Emily. And we've just decided to start this. Yeah. Yeah. We're in, neither of us are going, we're both 18, fresh out of A-levels. We're both kind of waiting to start our apprenticeships. And we are girl bathroom lovers. We are. We are. We're bloody they were the girls. Shout out to Vera and Chinsia. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. So, you know, if you like Sue and Chinsia, you're going to like This is us. the place for you, yeah. <laughs> we bloody love them girls. Um, yeah, we just thought we may as well start a podcast. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You never know. It's just a fun way to document our thought processes yeah. at this stage in our life. So we're going to kick it off with talking about uni and going versus not going. We felt like it was quite an unspoken topic. Yeah, I feel like no one really talks about it because a lot of people who do podcasts are famous people like Chloe Burrows, yeah. has different people on Diary of a CEO. And then there's also like the girls' bathroom who do dilemmas and stuff and no one really talks about the issues in your late teens with you all of a sudden you go into high school and you've kind of had every decision decided for you. And then all of a sudden you're thrown in the deep end and you've got to kind of make a decision that could alter your whole life. Yeah, and we just wanted to basically give our insight, you know, take it or don't, but we feel like maybe we have something valuable to us. Yeah, add. I think we're quite wise. Yeah. Yeah. So, why we didn't go to uni, do you want to start off then? Uh, sure. So, we actually both did apply for uni. Yeah, we did. Because we spent a lot of time talking about uni, so we applied with everybody else, yeah. just as normal. I think the main focus as well was to go to uni, yeah. and even if you're not you're basically not going to go, you may as well apply, like, you've got no harm. Exactly. Because you don't know what grades you're going to get at the end of the day. Yeah, and just, everybody else was doing it, so we just did it like, as well. We were a bit sheepish. Yeah, we really. It, yeah. Yeah. And around that time, uh, actually, so my sister does an apprenticeship, and that was kind of, kind of opened my eyes a bit, and I just wanted to look at the options, because in the back of my head, I knew uni wasn't really for me. But I just went along with what everybody else was doing whilst applying. So I didn't go to uni personally because I found better options for me that worked better for me. And it was only recently that I've probably made the decision since I got the apprenticeship that I wanted. Because if I didn't, I probably would have gone. Yeah, I um, think that is the thing. Like, If you don't get the apprenticeship, you're like, I may as well go now. Yeah. And to be honest, I feel like I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it. Yeah. It just wasn't something for me. And I feel like if you don't go to uni and you don't get an apprenticeship, you're sort of left... You're kind of seen as if you're not doing anything with your life. Because I only got my apprenticeship the day after results day was when I got offered it. Yeah. So I had a good six months of people asking me what I was doing. Which is a horrible It's a horrible question. Because everyone's, I'm going to uni, I'm doing this, and they're like, what are you doing? I don't have a clue. Yeah, I don't know. I would literally just be like, I'm seeing where the wind takes me. Yeah. And I'd make a joke out of it and they'd laugh and you're like, I actually don't have a clue. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I had an idea of what I wanted to do and apprenticeships are so hard. They are, yeah. they do not kind of glorify, they glorify how, how they, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, just how to get yeah. them. They're actually freakishly hard to get. Yeah. Because most of the times there's only one or two places. Yeah. And you're battling against you know, in tips. Yeah, so we were down to the people. final 16. We didn't even realise we were down to the final 16. Yeah. But that was for two different locations. And there was one job in each location. Yeah. So we kind of got there and we were like, oh, this is not what we expected. 
And it was just so hard that day. I thought, yeah. like, it was so strange. Being and put in a position that you've kind of never been taught about. Yeah. Like, no maybe one you can go to you your parents, it. you can go to family members who may give you some advice. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's very different now than maybe what they experienced. Yeah. And nobody tells you about it. I think as well, it's like, you don't know what that specific company is looking for. Yeah. Because some of these companies want people who have experience but you're hiring 17 to 18-year-olds fresh out of college. Most some, most of these people, the most they've worked is in a pub on the weekend. Exactly. Maybe in a bar. Yeah. Sometimes people don't even work like that. Like, my childhood job has been feeding ducks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I've only um, just started working in a pub. Well, well, it was a um, glorified uh, nature. Daily wildlife feeder. Daily That's wildlife That's what's on my feeder. CV, yeah. <laughs> and people ask, God, what does that mean? I'm like, I feed ducks. Yeah. I feed ducks every day. <laughs> and it is funny to talk about, but that, that was my childhood job. Yeah. So, I've never, like, really been a pub person. Yeah. A hospitality gal. You're a hospitality gal. Yeah, for for a long time. If you can call that hospitality. Though. Yeah, if we can call, you know, quiet pubs in a village. <laughs> yes. Um, But also, it's just like, the whole process was never something that you can be prepared for, because everyone is different. Yeah. So you might have gone, you know, we applied for... 20 maybe I, I would say yeah 2030 I would actually yeah. love to know the number I might have to yeah. scout through my emails to find yeah. out because I would say good 30 35. and each process was different. different yeah each process is different each company communicates differently yeah but like I said they're all looking for something different yeah and you don't know if you're walking into an assessment center you don't know who you're going to be up against exactly you could be up against someone who's got straight a stars who was done work experience in multinational businesses before whose dad i don't know could be some director in a big company or mum could be and then you they could literally have everything that they want yeah and you just kind of feel a bit disadvantaged and also going into these experience this experience at this age it's also is okay to not know what you want to do because i can say that the apprenticeship i've ended up with is not what i was expecting at all neither yeah like the range of areas and fields that we applied for is actually incredible. It's, it's um like I could say to Eliza, "Oh, I've just applied for this," and she's like, "What? Yeah, what? <laughs> why?" I remember I applied for. Do you remember that apprenticeship I applied for the coding one? Yeah, I applied for this with this. I think the the company kind of influenced me because it was such a big, incredible company. And, um, yeah, so I saw it and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to apply. It was like some kind of tech engineer. And they did, I didn't do maths or any techie, but I was like, you know what, I could, I could definitely do that. I could do that. And I got through to the assessment day and I was doing one of these online tasks and it was like a coding thing, but I didn't realise and it said choose a language. So I was like, English, there was coding languages. <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. She's going to choose, like, jargon or something. Like, yeah, it was, like, literally all these... I don't even know what they are. All yeah. these different coding languages. And I was just like, fuck. So I just didn't do it. Yeah. And I remember I emailed them and was like, it says to choose a language, but I don't know coding. They're like, oh, just choose any and do the best you can. But I don't understand what it's asking <laughs> me to do. Yeah. So I think it is just, like, you do have to wing them. Yeah, you do. You just... And you don't know what you're going to like as yeah. well. Yeah. Because I remember I was specifically like the project manager aspects of apprenticeships. 
you know, when you'd see them. I never really wanted to apply for them, but my mum was always like, you should, like, you never know what you're going to like, and it's true, you never know what is going to, you're going to be incredible at. Yeah. Because we both ended up in finance, which is... In finance, yeah. Not, would have been my first, but... No, well, I'm alright with it. You know, we've we've ended up in it, and we're going to see what it's like. We'll probably tell you all about it. And we will probably love it. Yeah. I reckon, I think we will. So it'll be a nice job that you can leave in the office. Yeah. It's not one of these jobs that you take home with you every night, which I think is quite important, like, in kind of the society we're living in. It's good to not take your job home. Yeah. Because, like, my parents have always brought their jobs home, and I just think sometimes, leave them work. Yeah. Your job is, you're not meant to, you're meant to, you're not meant, your life is not meant to be working. You're meant to be working to support your life. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Wow. That really just plucked out. Okay. I'm sorry. It's all right. She just footed me. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we chose not to go to uni. No hate on anybody who does go. No, I completely. I personally as well don't see the point in going if you're not doing some a yeah, degree that's going to. For us, there was nothing that. Yeah you know, made us want to go. Do you know? Yeah, we weren't going to be lawyers or doctors or big engineers. Yeah. Or we could have been. a specific we area or something yeah. I was interested in. I was just going to do some kind of businessy, financey degree. You were going to probably do psychology. I was do psychology. Yeah. Um, Which, can I just say for anybody doing psychology, is an incredible top, degree. top five most useless degree. <laughs> <laughs> According to <laughs> University Ranker. But I think that's because... Obviously, to go and be a psychologist, you have to do a doctorate. Yeah, your degree is pointless. The degree is pointless until you do the doctorate. I think that's the whole point of it. It's a bit harsh, really, because it's not useless if you do the rest of it. And I also think it's a very interesting... If I was... I'm currently re-watching Vampire Diaries, and if I was a vampire who was going to live for a long period of time, I would do a psychology degree. Really? Well, think how interesting it is to learn about the brain... And then about body language and everything. I yeah. can use that in the full 200 plus years of my life. That's very true. Because the human brain does not change. I'm wagging my finger as I say this. The human brain does not change. Wow. Slight diversion, but do you reckon vampire's brains change? No. Do they? You know how like when you're younger, your brain develops? Is it when you're 25? You know. Your frontal, frontal lobe, lobe your prefrontal like, lobe, I think. Stephen and Damon don't make it to 25 in real life until they turn vampires before they're 25. Is their brain... This is a really ridiculous thing because it's totally fictional. But do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I would think, still, because obviously even technically they're dead. It's they still... still turn 25. So maybe not... The prefrontal lobe may not change as it would in a human's brain. Yeah, but it's but slowly... they would still become wiser because the longer... You know how old people are very wise? Yeah. Because they've lived through a lot of things. That's true. So their brain's Damon, got to be developing. Yeah, have lived through a lot of things. So surely they're very wise. Surely. Surely. That was a big diversion. It was. It's like, and also really going against our point of why I didn't go to uni. <laughs> but oh well. <laughs> Back to that. Um, I also thought the debt was a big thing. Definitely. Because especially with the new plan. Yeah. The payback plan. So essentially from our year going to uni, you pay back. You're paying more towards your loan with less money. For longer. For longer. I feel like, I don't know the exact numbers, maybe we do a I know. So you, it used to be 30 years, yeah. but now you pay your 40 years to pay it. Yeah. I think the old threshold used to be around 25 grand. That sounds about right. Now it's like 21, 22, 21, yeah. yeah. 
And for every 10p, I think the government used to put in four and we would put in six. But now we put in nine and the government put in one. Really? Yeah. So obviously you're paying more, less money for a longer period of time. And I thought if I was going to uni for three years to do some kind of degree that I wouldn't thoroughly... Yeah, wouldn't value. Yeah, wouldn't value to then have 60 grand of debt after. Not worth it. Yeah. I'd much rather just start at the bottom when I'm younger. Exactly. And also for us, it was getting an apprenticeship where we can still get some kind of like learning in it as well. Yeah. Like we would have taken them without but for both of like us we're getting some kind of yeah, yeah both of us an apprenticeship gives you some kind of learning as well yeah it gives you some kind of qualification no matter what level and as well i think co- big companies really value having apprentices yeah because like we're so impressionable because we've never been in the full workplace yeah so they can mold us to exactly what they want and then they've got the right training for the employees that they have in the future yeah so then we can be promoted exactly we can be directors so for us, I suppose money was quite a big part of it. Yeah. But you should never revolve your life. No, I think if you can do it and you want to, you should. Yeah. You should. I think the good thing is now that no matter what kind of financial background you come from, the government supports you to go to uni, which is good. Do you see what I'm saying? I think so. Yeah. So um, it doesn't matter if you like your parents are absolutely wadded. Wadded? wadded? Where did that come from? I wouldn't say loaded and wadded came out. Makes sense. Yeah. They've got loads of money. Or if you're from a single parent background and you've not got a lot of disposable income, you can go to university. Is that true? Yeah, of course you can. Really? Yeah, because you'd have a higher loan. Oh, right. Because I remember my dad used to always say that when my mum and dad would go, like, at the age to go to uni, they didn't just because it was a lot more expensive. Because the government couldn't support you as much. Right. I'm pretty sure anyway. That might be bullshit, but I don't think so. Yeah. So, going to uni is valuable, but it shouldn't be your only option. You know, when you're going through college, you know, even at a later age, people, you can go back to uni. 100%. You can go back to uni. Example, my dad. dad, He went back to uni when he was 28. Mm. Like, a degree is not something you need to get straight away. No, you can wait a few years. My brother was going to go at 23. Yeah. Just go like, to uni then. These but, years are such a flexible, important yeah. period of your life. In- period? <laughs> such <laughs> a... Yeah. Yeah, such an important this, period. This time of your life should not be wasted. But also, no. it's the time to do whatever. Like You, you shouldn't could be... work in a pub for two years, yeah. do travelling for a year... And then come back at 21 and be like, now I'm ready to get a degree. I have a clearer mind. I yeah. know exactly what I want to do. I'm going to go to get my degree and get into the working world. And you're 21. Like, you're or, so young. Or you might still not know. Yeah, and that's completely fine. People don't know sometimes until they're 40. We and might I'm, come out of these apprenticeships and think that was absolutely yeah. not for us and I don't want to do it anymore and go and do something completely different. Yeah, we can then go to uni then when we finish yeah. our apprenticeships. And it won't make a difference to us because we'll still have had the cl- the clarity. We've got the clarity in our yeah. head. Is that the right thing? Yeah. I think so. We've gained clarity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. I remember you sent me a TikTok not long. It was beginning of August, end of July. Mm. And it was saying about how it doesn't matter. Everyone is on their own plan. Everyone yes. is in time to their life. Shall we find it? 
I think we should, yeah. But it was kind of saying that obviously everyone, the universe has a different plan. Whether you believe in the universe or not, we are both, I would like to say, firm believers in the universe's plan of divine timing. Yeah. And I would just say that it doesn't matter if you, you don't go to, you don't figure out what you want to do until you're 30. Who cares? Because then someone else might have gone to uni, had children, have this whole life, be married, and be like, you know what, this isn't the life I want. They might get divorced, they might move completely across the world with their children. You know, they could have a completely different life and be starting from scratch. And you're just, what, getting into your career, it doesn't matter because you are perfectly on time for your life. So I found it. Yes. What does it say? Everybody in this world works based on their own time zone. People around you might seem ahead of you, and some might seem to be behind you. But everyone is running their own race in their own time. Relax, you're not late, you're not early, you are very much on time. Wonderful. Absolutely I think it's just really lovely. Yeah, and it really is, like, just reassuring that you're never late. Yeah. You're not late. You You, are perfectly on time. Yeah. There's no need for you to be stressing about, oh my god, like, blah, blah, blah. No. And the opposite way, we're going into, like, the working world. We're only 18. That could feel yeah. early for us, you know. But it's not. It's just, it's yeah. just our own time. It's our own timing. You know, we're perfectly on time for ourselves. Yeah. People who are going to uni, that's that's perfectly on time for yeah. them. Yeah. I also am not sure if I'd agree with the party lifestyle of uni. I do yeah. love a good night out at a club, but I don't know if I could do it every night. No. But I suppose... You don't have to. No, you don't. That is a good point. But you probably would do. You probably would be influenced too. Yeah. At least, especially in the first year. And it's quite hard as well to make friends, but obviously everyone who's going to uni is in the exact same position. Yeah. Everyone needs to make friends. Yeah. But I bet it can be quite stressful. Yeah, I think the pressure of choosing was quite big in our college. Because like Emily said, it was an academic college. And I think it was quite, you go to uni. Yeah. You... It was expected. It was like, which uni are you going to? What are you doing? Yeah, it was encouraged, definitely. Yeah. Um, people, I'd say everybody had somebody encouraging them to go to uni. But if you wanted to do something else, you needed to reach out. Yeah, yeah. So the, you... the help yeah. was there, but at a further away point. Yeah. So we we had a lady who we were in communication with. We had with a lovely college, lady. But we had to reach out to her. Yeah, you had to reach out and ask to be put on... The careers teams yeah. channel. She wasn't just for the help. In contact with everybody. No. Which That's I actually haven't point. really deep that before. Yeah. That if you needed something a different route than uni, you needed to ask for that help. Because you Which I don't think is actually morally right now I think not, about not it. Really. Because it is like everyone is on their own path and everyone wants different in their life. Yeah. You shouldn't have to ask for it. Yeah. It's good to ask for help. You should always yeah, ask for help, yeah. but you shouldn't have to ask for help regarding your education. Your teacher should be like, do you need help applying for this? Do you need help applying for that? Our teachers were incredible as well. They would, if we say if we needed help with our application for an apprenticeship, they would help us. Yeah. I think we were definitely really lucky with the situation that we were in. However, I think it's also, even in the position we were in, we, we struggled to get apprenticeships. Yeah. It was hard. It was hard work. So that's why we felt like sharing our experience, even if this is valuable to one person. It's worth it. It's worth yeah. it, you know. 
Because as well, other people may be in colleges that don't have a careers advisor. Yeah. They've got to do it completely on their own. Yeah. Which is quite worrying. Yeah, because I think it is quite a lonely experience to go through. It's very stressful. You I would feel say like well. the odd one out. Mm. You know, oh, well, what, what, you know, what uni are you going to? I'm not, I'm applying for the friendship. Yeah. Oh, well, well, what, why? Yeah. And you have a lot of people ask, like, what area are you going in? I don't have a clue. No. Honestly. And the older people as well, like parents, family members, you know, even just like old people that you see mm. at school and around at work, they just presume that people our age go to uni. And they. Yeah. Apprenticeships aren't as understood. Like they're becoming a lot more understood, but and more available, definitely. But it's still not a, like it's just not as easy. No, I think they are. They're hard to get because the businesses don't communicate well. Uh huh. Definitely. Businesses are really bad it's at still, communicating with apprenticeship. It's still new for other people as well. Yeah. For companies and things. So the apprenticeship I'm joining. This is only their fourth year of doing it. And it's a four-year programme. Yeah. So, so they haven't only... experienced a full round yet. This is... Oh, gosh, yeah. The first group who did this apprenticeship. This is only, their final year. This is their final year. So the whole experience hasn't been evaluated yet. Yeah. So it's interesting. That's quite a scary thought because you yeah. don't know what you're getting into. Exactly. I'm not sure. I don't think mine will have been around for long. Oh, actually, that's a lie. Yeah, I do know, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I had one of my interviews, the guy said... This was his first ever apprentice in his team. Wow. So I think I'm with that man. Yeah. So I will be his first ever apprentice. Which is tricky because some people don't know how to yeah. deal with it. Yeah, and them. he was saying he's an apprentice himself. Really? Do you remember me telling oh, you? Oh, you did, yeah. Because he'd had a full-on career and then went to go and retrain to be some... I can't even remember what it was. I think it was some... I don't even know what he his apprenticeship was. Mm. But his was a degree apprenticeship and he was saying he was just finishing it this year. So he will have just finished his full degree and everything but isn't that scary like he's doing his apprenticeship whilst having a whole team yeah that is scary because yeah. well maybe he's got better insight than somebody who i think he will because then obviously if i'm going to him and i need help balancing my time as well as my qualification yeah, he can go off to he experience. can help me and be like well i always found that as well as long as you get your work done in the day if you have a spare hour do some whatever yeah. work in the evening yeah that is going to be strange because obviously we've gone from A-levels where you study in the evenings. Yeah. And now we have a free evening. We have dedicated time to it. I mean, yeah. I suppose we kind of did, but then... I'd say with A-levels, though, your time is all over the place. Yeah. You have to do work. Can we just go back to why A-levels were so incredibly hard? Huh, I actually don't know why they make them that hard. For anybody doing A-levels right now, you are not the only one. You are in our thoughts. This, you are in our yeah, deepest condolences. It is hard. It's Those so two years stressful. were stressful. I would not go back. No. I, I wouldn't go back. I couldn't do that I again. I couldn't do that again. It is so horrible because, like we said, our college was very academic. They really put pressure on you to get the best yeah. grades. And obviously, we're grateful because we got the grades we wanted. But, but how underwhelming was it opening your results? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, Those all that two years, sweat, blood and tears. Three letters. That we got marked down on anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Piss take. But oh, it is just a bit infuriating. It is. I think it's, that is the thing. Applying for apprenticeships whilst doing A-levels. is a whole Horrible. Other... Because you've got 
you keep I was saying we were saying I check my emails now multiple times a day. Yeah. Since applying for apprenticeships. Don't even know why. Yeah. I just do. Just out of Yeah. Like habit. a bit of habit, yeah. And it is so just worrying because you, I get I get like worried for other people applying for apprenticeships and doing A levels. Yeah. Because it's so, because I, obviously, it took me a while, like I said, I only got my apprenticeship day after results day, so I had months of applying for apprenticeships and not getting them. Yeah. Doing interviews, not getting not anything, getting literally not going any further. Sometimes not even getting to the interviews, so yeah. it's literally applying and then hearing, sorry, you like, didn't get it. You didn't get it. And you just, you have no feedback either. Yeah. You're just like, what is wrong with me? Why? Like, why? What is the issue? Because you're applying for all these apprenticeships that you're overqualified for, for some yeah. of them. You're, like, my predicted were higher than... Because apprenticeships usually ask for, like, 96 UCAS points. Yeah. Which, which is, like, like, three, three C's. C's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's not really what they want. Yeah. But they want someone who's... They probably want A's, A stars. Yeah. It's just the baseline, I reckon. Yeah. But it is just, like, so incredibly hard. Because then you're disheartened about not knowing what you're going to do. Whilst you've got marks yeah. and past papers to do and new content. That is what I struggled with a lot towards the end of A-levels. Learning new content whilst revising old content. Yeah, That's Just incredibly too, too difficult. Much. The amount of content you need to know for, for something for a that might not paper. even come up. Yeah. That could be a one marker. Literally. It takes the mickey. Oh, it is just so hard. The whole—I feel like maybe we need a whole episode on this, but the whole process of A levels exams and like education. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the way A levels are taught and marked is it's, so unusual. And it's so because it's never a skill that you're going to do again in your no. life. The memorization mm. and literally regurgitating yeah. this information. I would say that is all, especially in the essay subjects, especially in psychology and business. They were two subjects we both did. I would say, especially in them, and I think history's the same. Yeah, and English, English literature, maybe. yeah, with the books. Yeah, yeah. It's a memory game. It's a memory that game. That is all it is. It is. I remember even our psychology teacher used to say that to us. Yeah. Said as long as you can remember this answer, that's ten marks. Yeah. And it's and so it's almost like they don't need you to understand it. You just need to remember it. Yeah. You don't need to, especially like in psychology with all the studies, you don't need to understand yeah. why they did the study. Or how it was conducted, yeah. you just need to remember what they did. Yeah, and that that's ten marks, fifteen marks, which is a bit ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like we could definitely do a whole episode. Yeah, we definitely that. could. Have we got any other points? I feel like we could wrap that up. Yeah, thank you very much for Thanks listening, for listening, guys. So this is um, up in our first episode. Could we say like what we're going to do next week? Well, next week... We're going to try and do weekly episodes. Yeah, we're going to try and do weekly episodes. Um, I think next week we could maybe do more... We might try and get off the uni route. Maybe yeah. have a different aspect of our lives to show yeah. you guys. Maybe we could talk about friendships in the teens. Maybe. Maybe we'll go with friendships in the teens. We'll, we'll keep you on edge. Yeah, we'll, maybe I'll just have to see what we come up with. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.